Recently, I recorded this for our members in Savvy Agent Club, and I thought it would be good information to share with you, our podcast listeners. This is a review of what's working in my business and what's not. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. All right, Savvy Agent Club members, what's working now? What's not working? Like, this is a weird, weird time of year because in general, in... October, things generally slow down a little bit. We don't have as many sales in the fourth quarter as we do um, in the second quarter, for example. It, we have a lot of closings, but those those were put in the hopper, uh, you know, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, the end of the third quarter. So um, I don't know about you, but our business, like the leads have slowed down, the inquiries have slowed down. Everything has just slowed down. So is it seasonal? Is it the market is coming to a crash and we're all going to be out of business by the end of the year? I don't think it's that. I actually, I do think it's seasonal. Um, but you know, I do have the thought like, Oh, is this, is this, it? Is this, this great market we've been writing for a couple of years? Is it over? And so it's hard to say, without some hindsight of whether it's over or not. And, um, you know, all signs point to, it's probably just a lull. It's probably just seasonal. So when I think about what is working with our marketing and what isn't working, I know that, uh, what definitely is working is our past client communication. And so for that, we have a monthly newsletter, which, I should have sent last week, but I'll send this week instead. <laughs> so we send a monthly newsletter. Uh, there's, we've got a training in the club on how I do that. It's just a, it's just a MailChimp newsletter. It's not exciting, but I write it myself. It's not anything that I pay for. It takes not even an hour to do once I've got the template set up and there's no excuse for me not having it sent out last week. I don't even know what I was doing that I didn't get it done. So I think that that is good. We do send that to our entire database, but it's our past clients that are most responsive to it. And that makes sense because they're the people who know us the best out of our database. And they're the people who have a vested interest in real estate because they're homeowners and they're our homeowners. So they want to know what we have to say. I think the monthly home value email is also good because I don't know about you, but I can be imperfect at staying in touch with my past clients. And so when I have an automated email that goes out, that kind of covers my butt when I don't keep in touch with people on the regular. So the monthly home value email is not accurate by any means. My God, it's probably as bad, if not worse than the Zillow's estimate, because it's based off of this estimate. Uh, we use conversion, which is our, um, oh, I think it's called KV core now. So we used conversion, which is inside real estate, but the platform is called KV core. They have so many different names and they have a, a monthly home value email. There's lots of providers that you can use for that. 
uh, to send. It's just, just an email that automatically goes out and says, Hey, Heather, your house is worth this. And it's always really high in the spring and summer. And it's usually a hundred thousand dollars off in the fall and winter. And that's okay. I still really like the email. And just because the value isn't accurate, I want to point out that that is still a really good conversation point. So if you, you know, if, if, if I was your past client and you saw that I got a home value email that was a hundred thousand dollars off, wouldn't you follow up and be like, Hey, what is up with my home value report? That is like a hundred thousand dollars off. Didn't you think that was kind of weird? And so that's a good conversation opener. I usually tell people in advance that these are, these are not accurate and to get an accurate representation of what your home is worth. Like we need to do a deep dive market analysis, but the reason I like the, the monthly market emails, not monthly market, but the monthly home value emails is because they will tell a story over time. So if you see the value going up, that's generally accurate. If you see the value going down, also accurate. So the fact that if mine went down $100,000 in the fall and winter, well, maybe there's a house in a neighborhood nearby that's not actually a comp. And I do have one. So uh, in, I live in a little development and across the street is a crappy neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> we are completely insulated from the crappy neighborhood where I live. And so there's a house that uh, is now listed for sale for 129,000. It will probably end up selling for like a hundred thousand because it is mold infested from floor to ceiling in the basement. And it's got a, a stupid floor plan. It's, it's a terrible little house and it needs, it probably needs to be torn down and rebuilt. So that is absolutely going to hurt my home value because what a, what a weird combination to have a really nice affluent neighborhood next to a non-affluent neighborhood, like within a quarter mile radius. So it's really hard to get accurate valuations as a realtor, let alone as a computer. So that's, that's something that I would tell people in my first conversation with them, Hey, I'm going to send this to you. Or if I forgot to have that conversation, I would tell them, Oh, that's why this is wrong because it's reading everything. Cause it's not as smart as me. Cause I'm a human and I'm much smarter than a computer. Um, the quarterly home equity report, when we send them, they are great. It has been hard to send them this year because we're busy. So as we slow down this winter, that's something that we will um, keep doing because I think people are really curious about what is going on in their micro market. And that gives us, uh, the, gives us an open door to have that conversation with them. And remember the home equity report is really just sending them the active pending and sold within a quarter mile radius or in their development um, of all of the houses around them. So it's, you don't really have to get fancy with your search criteria, just make it as quick and dirty as possible and send it out to them with a, a little bit of color. Hey, here's what's going on in the neighborhood. Wow, look at that $129,000 house, what the heck? <laughs> and then open the door to that conversation. We also are still loving greeting cards. Um, in the past, I have used send out cards, but last year we switched to AM cards. And I think that 
is that short for like American greetings? I'm not sure what it's short for, but AM cards has, um, Oh, what is it called? It is, um, I don't know. Their, their backend API has good communication with follow-up boss. So, um, when I'm on a client record and follow-up boss, I can just click a button to send them a card instead of having to log in to send out cards, having to upload their information, including their address and blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot easier to use AM cards. The designs are uh, probably a little funnier, a little edgier than send out cards. Send out cards is not really real estate related. And AM cards, I think they recognize that they've got a real opportunity in the real estate niche. So they have a tendency to um, really put out some good real estate specific cards for us. So that is definitely also what is working. And I should probably request my graphic designer. Uh, give us a holiday card because I usually wait too long to do that. So what else is working? Well, social media is still working as annoying as it is. I'm not the number one fan of social media, but it, it works. So, uh, one thing specifically that works is, um, sharing our personal photos. Of course, if I were to take, you know, if I were to take a picture of myself, let me get my camera out here be like, Hey guys. <laughs> so here's the stupid picture I just took of myself. And if I were to post that on Instagram, Oh, I was taking a picture of myself as an example of how to take a selfie. People will be like, well, that's really weird, but your hair looks really cute today. And so, uh, not because I am an egomaniac or narcissist, uh, and I want people to compliment me. We, we all follow those people. We know exactly who they are. The attention seekers that have to have daily compliments from everyone they follow. Like those people are crazy and probably need therapy, but as an unlicensed therapist, I should probably stop giving that advice out. But when I post a selfie, uh, my goal with that is I mean, maybe I had cute hair and maybe a side effect is I'll get compliments on it, but also people are going to be like, Oh, that's Heather. Oh, she's, mm, she's my favorite realtor. She has the best real estate advice. Like it just triggers that top of mind thought and it doesn't necessarily result in action. But if I don't give them the opportunity to forget about me, they're not going to forget about me. They're going to remember me. And then also our sales are still, um, still doing really well for our posts. So we share stories. Um, so recently we listed a house. Have you ever heard of the band Slipknot? Uh, they are a band that is from the Des Moines area. And I've been in, I think three Slipknot houses. One was listed by somebody else. One, I was there years ago on a listing appointment. And it was the, it was the most terrifying house I've ever been in. There were, I mean, this is a hard rock, like it is hard music. <laughs> and so I showed up in my hot pink blazer with my pink and white checkered little tank underneath and a, a little, um, pencil skirt with my black pat, my black patent sandals, goodie to shoes. Right. 
And the woman that opened the door was the opposite of that outfit. And she was, you know, a very cool person covered in tattoos. And like, I was so confused, like, what is happening here? And so that is a, (laughs) that is a testament to why sometimes it's a good idea to do homework on your clients before you go there. But also I didn't do homework. And so I did not have the opportunity to prejudge them. So I went in with a beginner's mindset. I'm going to learn everything I can about these people on the spot, and I'm not going to make any assumptions about it. So there's pros and cons with each way you do it. But uh, in that case, I did feel a little bit foolish that I showed up as the goody two shoes. And so then the husband came in and he's the one that's actually in the band. And Oh, and they have all this scary artwork. That's of like, I don't even like clowns. Cause it, that, that was, that's what his name is in the band is clown. And so like scary clowns, not circus clowns, like shit that keeps you awake at night because you're afraid what you might dream after seeing this picture. And so I was like, oh, well, you know, when it's time to sell your house, we might want to put these away. (laughs) And so then the husband came in and at this point, I'm just like, I don't even know. I I think I'd figured out at that point that they were, that there was a band involved. And I like, oh, is this, is this Slipknot? I don't know, maybe. And um, so he came in and I think maybe he mentioned that how they are, that he was in a band and um, he doesn't like to be treated like a celebrity or whatever. And they're just, uh, they're just a family. Um, what, what I forget how he described himself, but the idea is that they're just normal people living their normal life in the suburbs of Des Moines. And they are very family oriented and good for them. But like, that's, that was the pitch that they were giving me family, family, family. Cool. And so I could tell he didn't really like me. And then I name dropped that, uh, my dog's name is Nikki six. She's a real rock star. And so, uh, he got a kick out of that because of course, Nikki six is in Motley crew and it, you know, maybe helped the goody two shoe outfit a little bit. So anyway, that was the second slipknot house that I was in. And then we listed, uh, the third slipknot house, which was, um, someone, who had unfortunately passed away earlier this summer and his family is friends with Moco, who's an agent on my team. And we interviewed for the job. It, I think it was definitely against one other agent, maybe two other agents. I'm not sure. They selected our team to list the property and you know, he wasn't in the band anymore. He was the founder of the band, but, um, the family is very, very, very sad and they didn't really want they didn't really want it to be uh, a celebrity listing of any kind. So we kind of kept it on the down low, but when we tell the story of that house, like people stop and they listen. And so, so that's what we do. Now we don't say, Hey, this dead slipknot guy listed his house with us. Cause that's not the story. The story is the family listed it. it and, and actually we called it the, a castle house. I'm not sure that we have said anything about it being a slipknot house. Maybe we will after it has closed, but out of respect for the family, you know, we've kind of kept that on the down low and just told the stories about how we helped them stage it. And this house was not a terrifying house. It was a little like their style was very Baroque, but, um, 
you know, our stager went in and she was able to work with the existing style. And it was funny because when I was touring it with the family member, there's like, and it's a fairly new house. So I don't, you know, this was an intentional thing. It's probably for a bookshelf or decoration, but you know, those old houses in the twenties and thirties, how they have uh, a built-in for the telephone. <laughs> it was kind of like a telephone built-in in the hallway and they had a dinosaur skeleton on display in this spot. And I, I commented, I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll put the skeleton away <laughs> for showings. And the stager ended up using that in, uh, like it was a focal point in the living room and it, it was cute the way that she did it. And then of course the buyers come in and they're like, we love everything. We want to buy all of this stuff. And that included the dinosaur skeleton. And I think I think she said that they ended up getting like $4,000 worth of personal property, um, you know, cause it was an estate. So they were selling everything. So I don't know if the stager sold some of her stuff along with the sellers. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a funny story, uh, about you, <laughs> you might think a dinosaur skeleton doesn't belong, but in fact it does. So, yeah. So when we tell those stories and make it interesting and not about me, oh, we listed this on a Friday and we had had it sold by Monday. You know, that's who cares? That is boring. And anybody can tell that story. But when we add a little bit of color to the relationship, that's what piques people's interest. Um, and what else is working? Well, Zillow. Zillow remains in the what is working column. So, um, yeah. Not much more to say about that. What's not working? Realtor.com. I hate realtor.com leads. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know why they don't work for me. Maybe it's because we aren't fast enough because, you know, they are shared leads. We, they're not coming just to us. They're coming to like us and three or four other agents. So I should have known better before investing in them uh, that this wasn't going to work. And um, I also wonder if maybe it doesn't work for us because we don't spend enough. So when the realtor rep says that to me, oh, well, you're only spending $2,000. And I'm like, $2,000 with Zillow would probably get me two closings. So screw you. But maybe that's, maybe there's some truth in that. Maybe it really isn't enough. Now I wish they would have told me that in the first place, because Sometimes I see people advertising in neighborhoods on Zillow and they're like at a half a percent share of voice. And I wonder how is that even worth it? Like you're getting one lead every few months and like that, that certainly can't be worth the investment. <laughs> um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because we don't spend enough. Maybe it's because we don't get there fast enough combination of both, maybe something else, but they are getting canceled. They're not on my list of renewals. Uh, actually, we have about a month left and then they're done. And we have not had one closing in a year um, from realtor.com, which is a dud lead source, in my opinion. So other than that, you know, we, we have Zillow for our paid lead source. We haven't done a lot of Facebook advertising this year because listings aren't staying on the market long enough. And it's been kind of a bad year to solicit buyers when there's nothing to sell them. So we've been really, really busy without having to do that advertising. 
However, things are starting to slow down a little bit. So you know what we're going to have to start doing? Facebook advertising. We're going to have to start thinking outside of the box on how to fill our sales pipeline, how to get more listings, how to find buyers for those listings. So that's, that's a common complaint that I've heard from agents recently. Like, oh my God, my house didn't sell in the first three days. What am I doing wrong? Well, in a normal world, three days is not long enough to sell your house generally. So is uh, once again, is it seasonal? Is this a shift? And we're really going to have to adapt. I don't know, but I'm here for it. So uh, stay tuned because we're going to have all of the support that you need to make it in the coming year, whether it is a slamming real estate market like it is right now, or if the market kind of slams us. The membership for Savvy Agent Club isn't open for new members at the moment, but I am planning a free workshop later this month on how to get more repeat business and referrals from people you know. If you'd like the link to register, email me at podcast at savvyagent.co. Thanks for listening.